welcome to the third episode of Court Zone. It is coming up to Christmas, so we thought we would do a very special Christmas episode. I'm your host, Courtney Archer, and today on the show we have the elves and the shoemaker for story time. We also have some Tereo with Dan, and we have a very special Christmas guest coming into the studio. I'm so looking forward to it. So here we go. If this is some kind of practical joke, it's not funny. And I know funny. I'm a clownfish. To infinity and beyond. Dad, we're pals, right? Right. And we'll always be together, right? Oh, you're melting. Some people are worth melting for. So here's our movie trailer for the week. I'm wondering whether you guys can guess what this one is. Oh, Walter, look. These adorable little freaks are headed to Orlando, too. VillainCon, aren't you? VillainCon! I'm gonna get all my favorite villains to sign my magazine. Scarlet Overkill! If I was a minion, that's who I'd want to work for! Yeah! <laughs> what about you? Any evil talents? Hello! La la la! La la la! Eh? That's not evil or a talent. Do you guys know what that one is? It's the Minions movie. I know it's not a Christmas movie, but I watched it last night and it was so adorably funny. First time watching it and I had quite low expectations because everyone I've talked to about it said it was not as good as Despicable Me 1 or 2, but I actually really enjoyed it. So the movie starts off back in millions of years ago with dinosaurs and the minions rock up to this land and they're like, hey, we need to find the biggest, baddest master we can serve. And so they're serving a T-Rex and then um, you see the T-Rex die off. So they start serving a caveman and then they um, end up serving like people who start wars and stuff. And it's quite funny, but then all of a sudden they don't have anyone to serve because there's no one wicked out there. So one of them tries to go and find a master uh, that they can serve, the wickedest person in the world, and it's just a hilarious movie. The minions are so cute. Time to take a seat for story time, story time with Courtney. Take a seat for story time on the floor. And now it's time for story time. This week we're doing the Owls and the Shoemaker, our Christmas special. Here we go. Once upon a time there was a poor shoemaker. He made excellent shoes and worked very hard. But even so, he could not earn enough to support himself and his family. He became very poor, and he could not afford to buy leather he needed to make more shoes. Finally, he only had enough to make one last pair. He cut them out with great care and put the pieces on his workbench so that he could sew them together the following morning. Now I wonder, he sighed, will I ever make another pair of shoes? Once I've sold this pair, I shall need all that money to buy food for the family. I will not be able to buy any more leather. That night, the shoemaker went to bed a sad and distraught man. The next morning, he awoke early and went down to his workshop. On his bench, he found an exquisite pair of shoes. They had small and even stitches, formed so perfectly that he could not have patched them together better himself. Upon close examination, the shoes proved to be the very pieces of leather that he'd set out the night before. He immediately put the fine pair of shoes in the window from his shop and drew back the blinds. Who in the world could have done this great service for me? He asked himself. 
Even before he could make up an answer, a rich man strode into the shop and bought the pair of shoes for a fancy price. The shoemaker was ecstatic. He immediately went out and purchased plenty of food for his family and some more leather. That afternoon, he cut out two pairs of shoes and just as before, he laid the pieces on the bench so that he could sew them together the next day. Then he went upstairs to enjoy a good meal with his family and to go to bed. My goodness, he cried the next morning when he found two pairs of beautiful shoes finished on his bench. Who could have made such fine shoes and so quickly? He put them out in the shop window and before long some wealthy people came along and paid a great deal of money for them. The happy shoemaker went right out and bought even more leather. For weeks and then months this continued. Whether the shoemaker cut out two or four pairs of shoes, the fine new shoes were always ready in the morning. Soon his small shop was crowded with customers and he cut out many types of shoes. Stiff boots lined with fur, delicate slippers for dancers, walking shoes for ladies, tiny shoes for children. Soon his shoes had bows and laces and buckles of fine silver. The little shop prospered as never before and its owner was a soon a rich man himself. His family were extremely happy. The shoemaker and his wife sat beside the fire one night and he said, one of these days I shall have to learn who keeps helping us. We could hide behind the cupboard in your workroom, she said. That way we could find out who the helpers are. And that was just what they did. That evening, when the clock struck 12, the shoemaker and his wife heard a noise. Two tiny men, each with a bag of tools, were squeezing beneath the crack of the door. Oddest of all, the two elves were stark naked. The two little men clambered up onto the workbench and began working. Their little hands stitched and their little hammers tapped the whole night through. They are so small and they make such beautiful shoes in no time at all. The shoemaker whispered to his wife just as dawn rose. Indeed, indeed, the elves were about the size of two little needles. Quite. See how they're cleaning up now, his wife answered, and in an instant, the two little owls had disappeared beneath the door. The next day, the shoemaker's wife said, Those little owls have done such a good job for us. Since it's nearly Christmas, we should make some gifts for them. Yes, cried the shoemaker. I'll make some boots that will fit them, and you can make them some clothes. They worked until dawn, and on Christmas Eve, the presents were laid out upon the workbench. Two tiny jackets, two pairs of trousers, two little wooden caps. They also left out a plate of good things to eat and drink. They then hid once again behind the cupboard and waited to see what would happen. Just as before, the elves appeared at the stroke of midnight. They jumped onto the workbench and began their work. But when they saw all the presents, they began to laugh and shout with joy. They tried on the clothes and helped themselves to the food and the drink. Then they jumped down and danced excitedly around the workroom and disappeared beneath the door. After Christmas, the shoemaker cut out his leather as he always had, but the two elves never returned. I believe they probably heard us whispering, his wife said. Elves are so very shy when it comes to people, you know. I know. I will miss their help, the shoemaker said, but we will manage. The shop is always so busy now, but my stitches will never be as tight as theirs were. The shoemaker did indeed continue to prosper, but he and his family always remembered the good elves who helped him during the hard times. And each and every Christmas Eve from that year onward, they gathered around the fire to drink a toast to their tiny little friends. 
Now, wasn't that a lovely story? I love the thought of Christmas time, and elves are so helpful. They make all of our presents, and they help out Santa Claus in any way they can. I'm quite excited for our special guest coming up on the show today, and I think you will be too. But before that, we have Tereo with Dan. Kia ora, you're Rangera, and as you know, Christmas is coming up, so here are a few Tereo Māori words that you can use over Christmas. Jingle bells, ringi pere, slay, rei, kirihimeti, Christmas, tia, reindeer, hakere is a big feed or big gathering, ruhana, Rudolph, and finally, pirihana, presents. So you can use some of those te reo Māori words over this Christmas. Kakiti ano. Right guys, so we've got our very special guest in the studio right now. We tried to get Santa Claus in, I gave him a phone call, and he is so busy, but he sent one of his little helpers instead. This is Santa's right-hand man, so we're quite excited. Hello Sylvester the Elf, welcome to Court Zone, and thank you for coming in today. Tell me, how are Christmas preparations going this year at the North Pole? Oh, thank you, Courtney. Hello, boys and girls in New Zealand. Yes, obviously this year we've been really busy, but you know what? We've already caught up and we've started organising for next year's Christmas. So many presents, but we've done it all and we're so excited for you to get them. Oh, that's so awesome to hear, Sylvester. So, since you guys are already ahead of everything, you seem pretty on top of it. Do you guys ever get a break? Yes, well, this year Santa treated us all to New Zealand. We went to Queenstown. We can't really stand the heat, so we thought that's quite nice and cold. So we went there in the winter. It was fantastic. We even invited the Easter Bunny. We had such a good time. Such an old friend. So good to catch up with him. Ah, I didn't think about the fact you guys don't like heat. So, you don't enjoy summer? Nah, not really. We can't stand the heat. We're so used to the cold climate, you see. In fact, it's so hot in here. Do you reckon we can turn the air conditioning down a bit? The air conditioning's actually as far down as it goes right now. It's actually really cold in here. So, how many people are on the naughty list this year? I mean, back in my day, you heard of a lot of people getting cold for Christmas because obviously they were being naughty. But these days... I don't think I've heard of anyone being naughty. Well, you see, Santa's been really nice lately and he's getting quite old, so he kind of just overlooks that. And he's been even giving presents to the naughty kids this year, which kind of defeats the purpose. Well, thank you for coming into the studio, Sylvester. Thank you, Courtney, and Merry Christmas to all the boys and girls. And don't forget, though, make sure you leave some cookies out and that they're dairy-free this year. I'm lactose intolerant, and last year was a nightmare. Well, I hope you all enjoy Court Zone today. Thank you all for listening, and a big thank you to Sylvester the Elf and Dan for helping me in the studio today, and to Ben Sound for their music. I'm your host, Courtney Archer, and I hope to talk to you all again soon on Court Zone. Ka kite anua.